truck nuts. Uh, I have been thinking, I've been thinking since the last episode of this podcast that I did, um, when I was like, hey, what's up, dickhole? I was like, that's good, dude. That's like, I'm going to call everybody dickholes all the time. And I was thinking about, um, when I was younger, I was in a band. When I was younger, when I was like, in my like mid-twenties, I like lived in New York and I was like, thought I was really cool and I had been like working on being trans for like not that long and I sucked at it. Um, I was in this band called Strictly Platonic and um, we were like not that good and it was the era of time when like when MySpace was like this this dominant cultural force, right? Like everybody wanted to have like seen hair like s-c-e-n-e like be seen but like we didn't really know how to do it because we were idiots and we were like you know like not cool like this kid john who is like he's in that whatever anyway long story short uh romeo the singer from that band used to post updates to our band's myspace page and, and he would he would address our updates to the fallen ones which was his name for our fans the fallen ones and we didn't have any fans like there were not any fallen ones um and i was just thinking about how like it would be cool if the 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 listeners of this podcast were known as like the dickholes like how andrew t from yo is this racist calls the people who uh pay attention to yo is this racist he calls them race cars i think that's pretty funny but you know, I haven't done that many episodes of this podcast yet. It's still, it's still young. I don't want to, I don't want to settle down. I don't want to really like, uh, you know what I mean? I don't want to solidify that in that way. So what's up truck nuts. Welcome to another episode of this podcast, which also, by the way, I guess I already named it Imogen watches classic films. And so, um, it's probably too late to say the name. Like that's probably already solidified or to change the name rather. That's probably already solidified. But I was thinking because I listened to that podcast, how did this get made all the time? I was thinking it would be sick if instead of image and watches classic films, this one was called, um, how did this get gay? Which is like a good concept, but I don't think this is necessarily like a super gay podcast, except that I mean, I'm interested in every character in every movie being gay, whether that's, like, text or subtext, but, you know, anyway, uh, today, for the podcast, I'm going to talk about this classic movie, Sleepaway Camp, which is from, I want to say 1983, um, it's a movie about this heroic trans girl who basically murders everyone who fucks with her, which is why I think it became such a classic film, like, why it's really stayed on the radar, I guess it made a lot of money, when it came out, um, and it's like, you know, it's, it's the sort of thing we need more of, and luckily there's more of it. Apparently there's two sequels, and then they also did, like, a, like, return to Sleepaway Camp, and, uh, at some point, I don't know, there are maybe three sequels, and then, like, a fourth got made, but shelved, so, like, maybe there's one that we could find somewhere. Um, I'll check them out, and I'll report back to you. Uh, I'll watch those classic films. But in the meantime, in the interest of brevity, what happens in sleepaway camp, right, is that this girl is trans and she goes to camp and this like creepy dude who's like, you know, like a like pedophile, awful man who works in the, the kitchen at the camp, like he like kind of comes onto her and it's unacceptable and he gets interrupted, but then she murders him. 
Uh, and then I forget what the next one is. Maybe the next one is like some kids and their counselor. It's like like seven kids are like on the roof of one of the um, the cabins at the camp and they throw a water balloon at her and it hits her and she like sits on the ground she's upset and then she murders all of them um this girl whose name I forget although I feel like it was on her shirt at one point anyway she's this like you know this she's got like the most voluminous like 1983 hair and like a big side ponytail um she sort of conspires with the she's like a fellow camper she like conspires with their counselor who's this other like mean girl whose name I think is Meg they like get this trans girl this trans girl right she's at camp and she's like no I'm trans like I'm like you know like 12 and I'm trans I don't want to go swimming because how am I going to go swimming with my fucking you know um a lot of trans girls are uncomfortable swimming and she is one of those trans girls and so she's like I don't want to go swimming but this mean girl and the mean counselor are like no fuck you so they like they throw her in the water and then she murders them um who else I feel like I'm missing some murders that happen anyway uh, as the story goes on you find out that like her mom is like not necessarily her mom but like her just like a relative or like stepmom or something who she's been raised by who is weird there's like this opening scene where she's like packing the kids up to go to summer camp and she's like singing everything she says it's like she's like this this girl's mom figure is pretty weird but the important thing about the weird mom figure is that she's supportive about this kid being trans right she's like yeah totally let's get you like clothes for a girl because you're trans um and so we see some of that in like a weird flashback and then uh, I guess that's context for what winds up happening is this girl, uh, her name is Angela, the trans girl's name is Angela. She, like, doesn't talk at first when she gets to camp. She's, like, too shy, which is, like, a trans girl thing too, right? Um, and then this kid, this, like, boy wants to date her, and she's like, I guess that's cool. And so once he, like, starts hitting on her, she's into it, and she, um, they start dating, and that's like when she starts talking, he, she's like kind of like comes out of her shell a little bit because she's stoked to be dating this boy. And then um, they like date and he like kind of pressures her to like make out with him. And she's like, I don't know, I like want to go slow. Um, I don't have a ton of experience with this stuff, whatever. And so he like mostly does a good job, but eventually they're like making out on the beach, right? And this girl, Angela, has a flashback where she remembers this time where she sees these two guys doing it, right? It's like two gay men who are like making out or whatever. And I think this like kind of like triggers her, it kind of like sets her off. She's like, oh, I feel like I'm like, like a guy when I kiss you. Like, I feel like I'm just not ready. Like, I feel like I've got some stuff I need to work through in order to be able to feel like good as like the girl in this relationship, right? Um, and so she freaks out. Um, which is understandable, right? Like, we're 13. We don't have tools for that kind of stuff. We don't really know how to pick that stuff apart. Um, but what she winds up doing is decapitating this boy and then stripping naked and then, like, screaming a lot, I guess. Um, and that's, like, when people find her. And I guess other people didn't know that she was trans and it's like, you know, she made a bad decision. She probably, I mean she was right to kill that boy right like he shouldn't have been pressuring her to have sex and also like I don't know I mean it's her call but you know she freaked out and I guess acted kind of rashly 
And that's how the movie ends. It's a pretty straightforward story. There's not a lot of like dramatic tension. She's just murdering people who fuck with her and then she freaks out. So, uh, I guess I would say five stars, great movie. Like I said, I'll watch some more uh, sleepaway camp movies and keep you posted. As always, the theme song from this show is As Emo As Will Ever Be by Gorgon. Um, All right, see you later, fucking truck nuts.